This is episode 18, where we will be talking about stress. Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Today's topic is more of a thought-provoking question, which we can only solve collectively. This is a topic that has impacted all of us and is now part of our daily lives. If you wait until the end of the episode, we will share with you how you can check your current stress levels. Even though stress is subjective, just like pain, we all experience it differently. But something we can't deny is that we are all going through it. I don't think there is anything we can do that will eliminate stress from our daily lives. Either you are a mom or a dad staying at home and taking care of your family and kids, or you are a professional, or you own your own business and love what you do, or you're an astronaut living outside of this planet. We all have one thing in common besides being human. It is that we all face everyday problems and that they evoke stress in our lives. So what is stress? There are two kinds of stresses. The first one is physiological stress. When there is an imminent danger to our well-being or body, our nervous system activates the response by increasing our oxygen intake with deep breathing, increased heart rate to send blood to the muscles required in the body to defend us from the threat. The blood vessels in non-active tissues contract or become narrower to reduce blood flow to non-essential parts. And the after-effect of the physiological change is fight or flight. The second type of stress is a psychological stress. When we are not in an imminent danger, but there is something wrong with either our surroundings or within our body, like a digestive disorder. What do standing frustrated in a checkout line or sitting in a traffic jam have in common with fleeing from predators when compared to our ancestors thousands of years ago? Clearly, these activities are very different, yet they provoke the same responses in the body, the release of hormones, to improve memory, boost immune function, enhance muscular activity, and restore physiological balance. Over long periods of time, as these hormones continue to be released, the consequences can be negative. Memory is impaired, immune function is suppressed, and energy is stored as fat. Both kinds of stress are important and are even beneficial in short bursts. But when our body experiences these in prolonged sessions and become chronic, that is when it becomes damaging to us. A study conducted in 2014 by Dr. Jean Twing, a professor of psychology at the San Diego State University and the author of more than 90 scientific publications and books, 
Her study compared the differences in depressive symptoms in the U.S. for people born between 1982 and 2013. Across four surveys that took into account 6.9 million Americans, the subjects reported substantially higher levels of depressive symptoms, particularly somatic symptoms, between 2000 and 2010 compared to the 1980s to the 1990s. High school students in the 2010 versus 1980s reported more symptoms of trouble sleeping, thinking, remembering, and shortness of breath, and were twice as likely to have seen a professional for mental issues. College students in recent years versus the 1980s were more likely to report feeling overwhelmed and to believe they were below average in mental and physical health, but they were less likely to say they felt depressed. How can that be? Most people don't realize that having trouble sleeping and remembering are symptoms of depression. Many people admit to being stressed or overwhelmed, but don't consider themselves depressed. The problem is that stress or psychologists call it anxiety, is a risk factor for depression, and depression doesn't always appear as extreme lethargy and sadness. It often shows up in bodily symptoms. But the important question is, why are we suffering more with stress now than we were before? Dr. Twing suggests in her article in Psychology Today that there are three causes of stress. One is that our relationships and community ties are weaker. Two is our goals. Our goals and aspirations are either based on directly or indirectly either gaining more money, fame, or to improve self-image. There is nothing wrong in gaining in the previously mentioned things, but when your entire existence and life success or failure is dependent on these factors, that does cause stress. It causes stress because all these things are controlled by numerous external factors that are not entirely in our control. So it's like leaving home for a vacation, but without actually booking a flight and just hoping everything will align and work out for yourself. Just imagine how stressful that would be. And the third factor is expectations. Our expectations are not exactly aligned personally with us, but they are adapted social norms or adapted ideas like you can be anything you want to be. And if one person can do it, then you can do it too. There is nothing wrong with these ideas or mindsets. But now let's try to apply them to real life. If you don't have the skill set or the talent or physical capacity to achieve certain expectations, then just by thinking you can do it won't really do it. There is a theory and then there's a real-life application. Theories sound promising and even dare us to try something new. But the faster we understand that certain things are only theoretical and that are not actually applicable in our real life. So just subscribing to one mindset and not adapting to the changing world and upcoming ideas can create more long-term stress and eventual depression. Today, We don't have many how-tos because we wanted this podcast to initiate a discussion about what are other major causes you think are impacting our world today. 
Please send us your feedback and responses at hello at joelsid.com along with your Twitter handle so we can give you a shout out on this podcast. If you prefer to stay anonymous but would like us to read your feedback on this episode, please mention that in your email. But we would like to summarize today's podcast with a tiny how-to. 1. Mingle more and build more relationships with people that impact your life in a positive manner, either over social networks or in person. No matter how you think, just go and find your tribe that you feel you belong to the most. That sense of belonging will help. 2. Set goals that are more internal and that you have control over. For example, personal development and ongoing education is something you have control over and it will benefit you no matter what. Ongoing learning is such an important thing. And step three is expectations. Set high expectations, but be prepared to fail fast and fail often. Always keep adapting to new things. And remember, Change is the only constant. We also have two links to the stress test we mentioned at the beginning of this episode. So please head over to joelsid.com slash resources. Thank you for tuning in. Please head over to www.joelsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.